Welcome to The Rural Rockstar, a podcast dedicated to empowering rural women with the tools and inspiration to transform their lives and businesses from the inside out. I share my journey of Survive to Thrive in life and business, and I show what it takes to be an entrepreneur. I also interview other rockstar women from around the world to inspire you to do it too. My mission is to empower the next generation of rural changemakers to show up and be the leaders we need. I'm Katrina, your rockstar host. Let's rock. Hello and welcome back to the Rural Rockstar. I'm Katrina Myers and today I'm joined by Sarah Keeley. Hello, Sarah. Hi, Katrina. How are you? Oh, I'm so well, thank you. And it's so lovely to have you with me today. So Sarah is coming to us all the way from Toowoomba up in Queensland. Uh, And it's a little bit chilly there today as well, actually, Sarah tells me, which I'm surprised about because I thought it would be warm. Um, And Sarah is the creator of Conscious Calendar Company or Conscious Calendar Co, I think is the name. So we're going to hear all about her story today in how she ended up in Toowoomba, creating this wonderful business and just hearing all about that process because as you know, on this podcast, that is what I love to share is just women showing what's possible, creating wonderful things from anywhere and learning from them about how they've managed to do it. So Sarah is an absolute rock star and it's wonderful to have you with me today, Sarah. So can you start by telling us how did you end up in Toowoomba and what led you there and tell us the story of the journey so far? Of course. Well, thank you for having me, Katrina. Um, yes, Toowoomba. I'd never heard of Toowoomba growing up at all. Um, I grew up, I was born in Moree in northern New South Wales and moved to Sydney when I was seven and grew up in Sydney my whole entire life. And, and then when I started dating my husband, he was from Gundawindi as a kid. So he went from Gundy to Toowoomba, school in Brisbane, and then we're all family friends, but we met when we were a lot older and decided to move from Sydney to Brisbane. And then he got a job opportunity in Toowoomba. So he had worked in Toowoomba for years after school. He knew Toowoomba as a real estate agent. And so we moved to Toowoomba. Then we moved to Narrabri and we absolutely loved Narrabri. It was some of the best years of our lives. Like we had all our babies, well, not all of them, two of them down there and beautiful community. But then we realised, um, you know, we wanted to be back in kind of a bit of a city life and Toowoomba was so green. Um, and we didn't have family in Narrabri that we needed to stay with. And there's really good schools here in Toowoomba. So we didn't have to send them to boarding school because I was a boarder. Um, but I was a date. I lived in Sydney, but I was a boarder. So my experience wasn't really great. Um, my husband loved it. He boarded from Gundy to Brisbane and he loved it. But I was like, no, I want my kids at home. So we chose Toowoomba as a really nice family town and beautiful homes, very green to, to live. Yeah. And so how long have you been in Toowoomba for? Uh, six years. Six years. Okay. And then now, so you've, you've had a fair bit of time living in the country now and experiencing all of that. So, yeah. so then what led to the creation of this beautiful business? And now everybody needs to go and check out these gorgeous calendars and all the stuff on the website because it's just so beautiful. So what led to the creation of that business? Like you've got a background in PR, I believe, and is there a bit of marketing in there as well? Yeah. So. Why the calendars? A little bit of PR marketing when I was young and fancy free in Sydney. And then when I moved to Brisbane, I was a wholesale manager for fashion labels. So I sold different clothing labels to all the different stores in Queensland. And that was really great because, you know, I liked meeting people and talking and putting the right thing in the right store. 
So, and then I had all my babies and, you know, I was just really concentrating on being at home with them as much as I could. And that we had three in three and a half years. So to try and go and get a job and yeah, too much, no family around. So I was pretty lucky that I was able to stay home. I know that's a bit of a blessing. And then we were married in Bangalore near Byron Bay. So we go there quite often. And so we were there for over Christmas, New Year's Eve period back in 2018, um, just another family trip. And I'd go into all my favourite stores and I just loved it. And I knew I didn't really want to go and get a job. Like, I, I, not me. It's just not me. And so I wanted to create a product. And I was thinking, it's got to be a product I can create that could go into these stores. And I was looking at the Zodiac prints. I was looking at the crystal jewellery you know, looking at all these different things that I loved, that I was in touch with, um, be it astrology, crystals, wellness, mindfulness. And we got in the car. My husband was car sick, uh, not car sick, food poisoning. We had three, three kids in the back. So I'm driving home to Toowoomba, which is only three hours. It's New Year's Eve. We've had to cut the holidays short because Matt was sick. And I was like, okay, well, I love crystals, right? Okay, cool. But I always forget what they're called, what they do. They all look the same sometimes. Right, I need to focus on one at a time. And then I was like, well, what's something, you know, when people are changing a habit, what do you do? You follow a calendar or you do a month, you know, focusing on something for one month, 30-day challenges, all that stuff. So I was like, okay, well, I'll just focus on one a month. And then by the end of the year, I'll have 12 crystals that I really know, like I can connect with. I know their name, I know how to use them, where to put them in the home. And then because we were coming out of Christmas, you know, the chocolate advent boxes. Yes. I was like, okay, cool. Well, I can create a calendar that teaches people about crystals. But I was like, that's boring. Like crystals, you want to hold them. You want to connect with the actual physical energy of it. So I was like, cool, we'll just put an advent box on the back of it and away we go. And literally that was New Year's Eve and I had product created like I created it and had it in stores by September. So I just spent the first half of the year, I found a supplier. We only had to do like one or two changes with the design. Um, I mocked up some product. I got the photographer to come with me to a crystal warehouse and we just photographed the crystals raw. I researched all the crystals so I knew what information to put in there. And then I just, yeah, got them into stores. I was door knocking on stores, cold calling, DMing, like emails, like the whole shebang and just made it happen. Oh, I love it so much. I've got so many questions around like starting <laughs> the business and like the researching and all that kind of stuff. But I'd like to go back to, you know, so crystals are a bit of a, I mean, I love them and I've only really come into the crystal world in the last sort of 12 months and there is so much to know about them. So where did your interest in crystals start or where did that, like, was it, is it just something that happened or is, it, is there a story behind that as well? It's not like a long-winded, you know, aha moment, but I grew up, you know, just having crystals around me and, you know, mm. kids are really intuitive with crystals and I'm like an inner hippie at heart and I really like the energy of crystals. So I would buy them for people as gifts, especially if they were going through something, whether it was a birth, a death, you know, those things. And I would gift them to people. And I had a few of my own, but I didn't really overly do it. I wasn't somebody that, you know, cleansed them back in the day or I didn't, you know, have the collection that I have now. So I grew up and I had a beautiful nanny and she would bring them into my life, that and essential oils. So it was always there. I always knew that I liked them and that I you know, connected with them. I think, you know, it's just something inside my soul enjoys mm. them. Yeah. 
I just love it so much because that, you know, when you were talking about why you created the calendar and with the different months and all that. So I am busting to get one now because I just think that will be so cool because I'm like that. Like I have crystals around and I sort of, but I don't really know much about them. So this sounds so beautiful. And so am I right that you actually get little crystals in the back of the calendar as well for each month? Like it comes with. So, I mean, we've, We've expanded since then. We've got crystal seeds and jewellery calendars as well, but the crystal calendar is the original. And so the the aim was that you see the picture on the month of the crystal so you know what it looks like. Then there's a description about what the properties are, how you can work with it, put it in your house, meditate with it. And then on the back you'll open up, say it's January, you pop it open like an advent box and you get the physical piece. So by the end of the year you've got 12 beautiful tumbled crystals. And you know what they are. You're not going to forget. And I've had other customers that have cut the photos out at the end of the year and kept them so that they've got it as a reference book, which is quite cute. Oh, I just think it's so fabulous. and It's just so cute. And I just like so just joyful too, you know, something like that little bit of joy when you get really those. Nice ritual. Like I get beautiful messages like mothers opening it with their daughters on the first of each month or kids getting involved because they really want to learn about it. And I think, it, you know, we're, we get in this little rat race, but if on the first of each month you can actually stop, turn your page, you get your whatever it is you're opening, the crystals, the seeds, the jewellery, and actually just stop and connect with what you're doing. So, I mean, the whole business is like connect, grow, and be inspired. So internally, you know, putting it in the earth, whatever it is that you're doing, so we can actually, you know, just expand ourselves. Yeah, expand ourselves and be more present too. There's yeah. just something so beautiful about that, about, you know, actually being present in that moment of opening up and acknowledging the start of a new month mm-hmm. and, you know, that having that joy and that moment of being with the crystal and learning about it. And as you say, oh, just so much joy and all of that yeah. for me and that ritual in that and, and, yeah, bringing you into the present. It just sounds so beautiful. Awesome. So we will go back to like the kind of the more, you know, how the, the, the business side of it, but, I read that you are also doing these collaborations. So, and you're talking about the seeds and the jewelry. So, are they for next year's calendars? And they so, are for 2022. Yeah, but they are literally in the country as we speak, and they're going out to our beautiful stockists and all the pre-orders now. So, um, you know, birthdays and Christmas and you know, work gifts and everything. So, they're already they're about to be on the shelves, which is really exciting. And so you've done collaborations with, uh, with tell us about the seeds one, so that that's so you plant a different seed for every month, is oh, it? Oh, this one's really cool. So the idea for the seed calendar came at the beginning of COVID and we were really fortunate to buy our first home. And I thought, oh, I really want to get into the garden and learn more about gardening. So I thought, let's do a seed calendar. So this year we've collaborated with So-and-So Seeds. They're a beautiful, long-established family business up in Mullaney, Queensland. And so... I said to Michelle, who owns it, I said, I want the seeds, herbs and flowers to be in line with like natural living, different remedies. Um, How can you use it in your home or your kitchen? So I gave her a list and then she kindly culled it down and put it into order so that you're planting it in the right season. So in January, the seed that you get is the perfect time to plant it. And then I'll, in the, so the beautiful illustrations from Daniela Germain and that references how you can use it. And then I describe what you can do with that seed and herb once it's flowered. So it's, you know, being able to grow things in your kitchen, in your garden that you can use in your kitchen or have it in a tea, put it in an ointment and soothe the burn. Like, let's like delve into like 
keeping it simple. You don't have to go buy another cream or another tea and let's keep it simple. Yeah, I'm really excited about that one. That one's beautiful too. Yes, so much beauty in that too and like the earth and the connection to nature and the growing something. There's so much in all that. Like being patient with planting seeds and it's trial and error. Like this year there's some that haven't worked for me. So instead of getting angry, it's like, well, no, like did you water it enough? Was it the right soil? There's so many different elements to growing something and then the appreciation. Like this morning we had beautiful fresh rocket and spinach from our garden you know, that I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I've done this. I feel so grown up. <laughs> oh, just, there's so much, again, just so much joy in all of that, you know. It's having those, just bringing those moments of like, yeah, really present and mindfulness and, and mm-hmm. created in this beautiful, beautiful way. I just, oh, I can't wait to get one. I'm so excited oh, about it. And like the earthing, you know, being able to go outside and put your hands in soil, something really relaxing about that and allowing the kids also to see that, okay, you don't just buy a bag of spinach and you throw it away because, you know, you're using what you can and appreciation. Yeah. And in terms of well-being and mental health and all that too, like that connection to nature, connection to earth and all of that, which we have lost so much really in our Western, you know, busy worlds and Western yeah. society. With, you know, so it's such a nice way of really having that opportunity to connect back with all of that every yeah. month. And you can create it like in an apartment, in a pot. Like it doesn't, you don't have to have a full-fledged veggie garden. You can do this inside your little apartment in the city or you can create a little, you know, spot outside in the sun or, you know, depending on what you're doing. But, yeah, you don't have to have a a house and a big garden. No, that's right. And then even I suppose like, you know, it's funny because even people who live in rural areas, you know, these days, like so there's so few, there's so many less farmers these days. It's really interesting even at like our local high school, we're in a big farming community. But, you know, there might only be three, two or three people in each class that actually lives on a farm. And so even people in rural areas have lost that connection to growing things and to, you know, so it's, yeah. Yeah, no, one of our beautiful stockers is Stones Throw Walgett um, in Walgett. And they're a huge stockers of the seed calendar because everybody is still, you know, whether it's access to, you know, the fresh herbs, the fresh flowers, and people are still wanting to learn and connect. It's sometimes some people have had that dying art form of just being able to plant a seed. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So much beauty in that. So I want to go back to starting the business and having the courage to, because I think, you know, the more I, the older I get and the more women you speak to, I feel like there's some, so many women have this little spark inside them and especially after you've had children and, you know, like maybe work's just not that fulfilling and you get to this point where I really would, you know, it's like a little whisper inside that says, I really would love to start something of my own. I'd love to have a business. But so here you were, you just like, sounds like kind of pretty much overnight came up with this idea. Tell us about that kind of, had you been thinking about it for a long time? Was it just a whisper? Was it just all of a sudden you had this idea and you did it? And then how did you actually have the courage to then action it? You know, what was that process like? Um, I definitely relate to having children and then wanting to have your own thing. When I first, when I had my first child, I did start an online business, which was a kid's clothing business. Um, and that was when we were living in Narrabri, but that was a fizzle. I, it was, I hadn't really figured out the whole internet marketing and all that stuff and living. Yeah. Anyway, that didn't really work. So I didn't do anything. And honestly, the the business that I have now was literally just an idea that came to me on that New Year's Eve. And I was just like a bull out of a gate. I was like, I need to make this work. Otherwise, my husband might make me go back to work. <laughs> so 
I was like, I'm going to prove it. And I, to prove it to myself as well that I could even do it. Um, you know, I'd, I'm raising still three beautiful children, but I wanted more purpose in my day and my life. And I wanted to, you know, have the accolade of saying, I've done this and look at, and like to give someone something. I'm, I'm a big gift giver. I love giving gifts. It's one of my love languages. And I've created a gift that I can give people with actual love and it's got purpose. So I was like, no, 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 I want to, I don't want to just go and create something that isn't going to be worthwhile or buy a business that's just, you know, churning over something. I wanted to actually create something that had meaning. And so when the idea came to me, I just had to jump on it. And I mean, it's the randomest thing, a calendar with a box attached. Like it doesn't exist, never been seen. So I just thought this is a gift from the universe. I need to just make it happen. So I did a little research, found my supplier and, yeah, went crystal shopping and played around with, like, diversity. I wanted the crystals to have a little bit of a story. They were, you know, set out in each month to help you with that season, you know, whether it's the beginning of the year or winter or needing grounding, you know. So I played with the little storyline and that was it. I got goosebumps when you were telling me about that story. Like, and and just so beautiful that you like this gift from the universe. I reminded me of um, Elizabeth Gil- Gilbert's book. You know how she talks about. I don't know if you've read Big it. But magic. Yes, and she talks yeah. about we get gifted with these ideas, and we have the opportunity to act on them or not. And if you yeah. don't act on it, the Someone idea will go to someone else. Yeah, yes, absolutely, absolutely. So it's really, um, you know, it started off just as one product which was great and it sold really well and we sold out in the first year and then the next year we bought in the seeds and now this year we've bought in a jewelry collaboration and also I really wanted the business to start becoming we changed the name from crystal calendar to conscious calendar co and it's all about being conscious you know in in your calendar which is your day like the rituals so I've bought in products that I use so that I can share it with everybody, whether it's oracle cards or astrology books that I love. You know, we're bringing in more beauty products, just, you know, things that I consciously use in my routines to help me through each day or, you know, inspire me to, you know, do better or, you know, concentrate more or, you know, just little bits and bobs. Mm, yes, but we will get it. I want to ask you all about that, but with the well-being oh, yeah, yeah. practices that you have, absolutely. So isn't that also magical that it started with just sort of one idea that you had, it was the calendar, and now it's just growing and, and growing and sort of evolving into all these other things and you've created that space that you can actually have that platform yeah. to come up with all these other ideas and do these things. So, but I bet, you know, I'd love to go into like that must have still been kind of, so you've got the idea, you're driving home on New Year's Eve and it's still like it's quite a process then. I mean, and, you know, like even just figuring out where to source the crystals from, did you rely on a lot of networks and contacts and did you have all that already or experience or? I didn't have it already. Um, my husband's uncle was in like paper and packaging. Mm-hmm. So he, um, like they had paper plate business and napkins. So he just told me of a supplier's website to go on to, which is kind of like it's not Alibaba, but it's, where all these different companies put their business name and you put in what you're looking for. And I think I only went through two different companies and I just sent them a a draft drawing of what I wanted. And I sent them a sample product. I went and found a calendar that was the same height and layout just and like the binding, just so that they knew the standard, sent that to them, sent them like 
a few crystals to be like, this is the depth of the box that I need. Um, a friend here in town told me about a supplier that's an hour and a half down the road for crystals. So I just went in there and introduced myself and told them what I was creating and they were really helpful. I'm just like, if, if you're going to do it, just do it. Like there's a lot of times that you can let fear step in the way, which I think is everybody's just putting on these extra layers of fear or they've been, you know, put down or, I mean, there's certainly things that I hold back from. I'm not saying I'm fearless, but I was pretty confident it was going to work and I wanted to do it and prove it to myself. And I just made it happen. It just, it feels like it worked. It happened really quickly. Mm. It's interesting when you were saying that, because as you like, I think there's a lot in the fact that you had this idea, you, you, you were so connected to it, you really believed in it. So you made it happen and you didn't, it sounds like you really didn't do a lot of overthinking. You just, oh no, I didn't do like did it. research. Like I Googled, you know, crystal advent calendars and the only ones that came up were, you know, it just used stock standard and they're a bit boring and dated and the images weren't modern, but, you know, ugly. Anyway, <laughs> and so like, I was like, okay, the product literally doesn't exist. And then, you know, I had a wholesale background, so I knew about wholesale prices and retail prices and I just kind of worked my way back. I thought, what would I pay for it? Okay, then you work out your wholesale, then you work out your costs and your margin and, and that's literally just a simple pen and paper. Mm. Yeah, so we just walked off it. But I think that is I'm so lazy. <laughs> well, no, but you just didn't overthink it. I mean, and so much of what holds us back, particularly as women, is we overthink everything. We let the fear take over. We let the limiting belief, let the worry. Of, and, you know, and so often it's, oh, it's not going to be perfect or, you know, oh, whereas. Yeah. I think perfection holds a lot of people back. Yes. And my first calendar so was not perfect. My yeah. first calendar was not perfect. Yeah. It had date errors on a few months. Like it was a disaster. But I was really grateful because the people that were buying it and the community that I was building, they didn't care. They're like, it's fine. And I had a solution. And and if I had let that stop me, I wouldn't have gone and created another one. Like you have to make mistakes to learn from them to move forward. And you can't start perfectly. Like the front cover of my first calendar, it was nice, but it wasn't, you know, anything to write home about. But I'm learning and then I get feedback from customers and the stockists and, you know, I'm developing it as we go along. Yeah, absolutely. And if you didn't put that first one out there, you'd never know like what was actually. Exactly. Because it just never happened. Yeah. Yeah. And look, it could have been a flop the first year. I could have said, okay, right, I tried. You know, no problem. I probably would have tried to do something else before I had to go get a job. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What do they say? You know, I try to talk to my kids about this now, but learn to fail and fail fast. I mean, Lisa Messenger talks about this and I've heard that the Spanx founder, you know, I forget what her name is now, but, you know, she always said that they used to sit around the table and her dad would be like, all right, what did you fail at today? Yes. I started doing that. I did hear that. And I started doing it with my kids and my husband wasn't overly, like, loving it. But at the dinner table each night we say, what are you grateful for? Yes. So everyone gets a chance to speak. Everyone has to listen and it's what are you grateful for? It's very funny. I have a very similar experience because we do the same thing. We do Well, we do best, worst, thankful. And, you know, I tried to do the fail thing and I think Tim was a bit like, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but the Spanx founded it and she's like a billionaire. So, you know, it must, must be the right thing to do. <laughs> Mold our children. We can try. But I think you've just got to try to make sure that they're aware that it's okay to fail. Exactly. Because that's when we learn and that, you know, will be there to support you no matter what. It's okay. Just try. 
Absolutely. And I think that's such an important thing when you're starting out in business because so many of us are too scared to get it wrong and fail because we think that what we attach what that means to us and what it means about us. But really it's just like, oh, we had a crack at something. What did we learn and keep going? Like no one else really cares. No. (laughs) No one actually cares if you fail. They go, oh, well, there she goes again or they'll forget about it in two weeks' time. It's I think we just get in our heads far too much and we can make an excuse for absolutely everything not to do it. Exactly. And then we miss out on all the joy, you know, and and in saying that, you know, no one else really cares, at the same time there's probably a lot of people who've watched what you've done and have gone, oh, well, hang on a minute, she had a crack at that, it's possible for me as well. And I think that's the importance of sharing stories. But if you failed, I don't think anyone's really going to care unless you're stopping them from you know, you're losing money or something, you know, no one yes. cares. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. No one cares about it as much as we do. So just have a go. I think that is that is the beautiful message. Just have a go. Follow the passion. Just get it out there and do it and don't let the overthinking and the fear get in the way. Absolutely. So, so important. So tell us, what have you learned? Like what's what's been the biggest learnings, do you think, you know, in, in terms of what we could share with some of the listeners when they're starting out in business, when they're growing a business, if they've got an idea? I mean, you've, you've talked about a few of the key things. Don't overthink it, absolutely. But what else have you learned that would be important, do you think, to share for people? I think, well, I've learned just because I've got a product and it's a great product doesn't mean that I've got a business. So you can be someone that's really creative and create a product but then you also need to be the business side of things so which hasn't been my forte so I'm learning a lot more about managing my time and managing like finances and the website you know back of those things and I didn't know them and that's fine but I'm learning a lot more about that because I'm quite creative I'm very fluid I mean my star signs are mainly in water signs. So I'm, I don't like boundaries. I don't like being told that I have to do X, Y, and Z, but it is really beneficial. So I do, I do have to learn about, you know, being more accountable for myself and my time and planning. Um, So I've definitely learned that and, you know, learning to, you know, take feedback and it not setting you back. I think that's actually a good thing because, you know, I'm doing cold calling and some people don't want your product or they don't like the X, Y, and Z. Or if I'm door knocking and someone's like, oh, that's so ugly. No one will ever buy that. You're like, okay, that's fine. It's not for you. And Mm. that's okay because if you are creating something with confidence and love and you're secure in it, you can't let those things kind of knock you back. So when I was first doing it with the first calendar, I went into a store and she just ripped it to shreds and redesigned it and all this stuff. And I was, you know, okay, cool, don't take that on board because an hour later I had one of my favourite stockers actually pick it up and that was so, you know, so you've really got to just clear the mind and not let things take a hold of your heart and your head too much. Yes, and when you're creating something like that, I remember talking to both Sophie Hansen and um, um, Maya Linnell about this, talking about they're both authors. Yes. And it's that vulnerability when you're putting something out into the world that you've created, you know, mm. from your soul. You, you do have to be ready for that, and I think that is such great advice. And it's and just that knowing, well, it's not for you. If you don't like yeah. it, that doesn't mean that I'm bad and I've yeah. failed at my design and my creation is not good. It just means you don't like it. Let's put yeah. it to the people that do. And that's absolutely fine because... Yeah. As soon as you like allow that doors to close, another one will open. And it's not for everyone. Like, you know, it's just like clothing. It doesn't suit everybody. 
And I sometimes I just go Teflon, like just wipe it off. It'll just like Teflon, Teflon. Don't let it come into your heart and your head, just nonstick. Yes, that is such, such good advice, especially as a creative or anything. Even, you know, and I think the more we're learning too is like if you're trying to grow your business on social media and all that sort of stuff, it's actually better if you just lose the people that don't really care because, you know, it's better for Yeah. Quality over quantity, absolutely. And just be authentic, just be yourself. Don't spare yourself. I mean, you could have someone that you admire and aspire to be like them or aspire to, you know, um, just have habits of theirs or whatever it is that you, but don't ever get jealous or compare or try to be like them because it won't come across the right way. It won't be authentic. No one's going to buy it. And then you're just cheating yourself. And then there's no growth in yourself either because you're just trying to be somebody else. You're just going to be stuck in mud. Yeah. Such good advice. Such good advice. I love that. Um, so just, that, you know, once you realised, you know, there's more to business than just having the creative, beautiful yeah. product, you know, all yeah. the business side of it, have you, you know, have you delegated? Have you got people on board to help with that side of it or have you sort of muddled through and tried to do it yourself or what's been your process around that? So the process is um, I called on Matthew, my husband, to help me more with zero and the finance side of things like I know it and he's Excel loves Excel so he puts it all together and then we sit down and go over it so I of it like I understand where it's all going but just yeah that kind of that setup of Excel and the setup of zero just wasn't my thing so I had him do that and we have a a beautiful accountant as well and then um, my website I've got an amazing graphics designer and web developer April who also does all the graphics for the calendars so I have her on board that does all the creative but then I create the content um like emails and things like that so she's taught me a lot which I'm really really grateful for and then only just this season I've brought on an ads manager to help with all the Facebook and Instagram ads because look it's just not my thing (laughs) like I can't sit there and read I can read a book but sit there and read a form I just get distracted sit there and no so if I'm going to spend that much money and it's an investment and you have to be like a, a website is like a shop. And if you're not telling people the lights are on with marketing, there's practically no point being there. So I needed somebody to make sure I was on high voltage and I'm selling such a seasonal product. So I've got a short window and it's got an expiry date. So I need to make the most of things. So I did bring on an ads manager this year to help with that, which is really good. Yeah, that's great. I think that's a really important part of business. And sometimes it's a hard thing when you're starting out is knowing when to bring other people in as well, because, you know, you want to try and do it all yourself to save money, but then often you need to take that leap and employ people and delegate so that you can go to the next level. Yeah. And I think if you're just not good at something, stop (sighs) like wasting that much energy in doing that and do what you're good at. So I think otherwise we overthink things. I can spend three hours trying to create an email but if I just asked April to give me the template, I can put the content in. You know, it's just so much quicker. So I just think it's better time management and better joy because then all you're, you're just having all that energy of stress and anxiety and frustration putting into your business, whereas you can delegate that out. You're actually going to bring more joy and positivity and abundance into your business because that's what you're actually vibing because it's an extension of yourself, your business. It's, you know, an extra arm. So you need to feed it the good stuff. 
absolutely totally speaking my language I love that it, it yeah. just you are so spot on and and we want our businesses to bring us joy and to lift up our lives and to you know all that yeah. sort of stuff so yeah. we're constantly like resisting all these things that we don't want to do and yeah it's just not efficient either it's like just pay someone to do the stuff that you don't like doing if you yeah. really want it to grow you know I mean, because- make sure that you can afford it like that's yes. a good one um make sure that you can afford because you don't want to bring someone on and then you can't and like I've been stuck in that position and it's awful you think that you're on a roll and then something didn't work out oh gosh you know um so I get it it's not straight off the bat but you want to make sure that you can sustain it as well yes yeah and sometimes it's like a little bit of a leap before you're quite ready and just have a bit of trust that taking that step will help you grow forward if you really trust the person yeah yeah absolutely because they say you know if you've said to the universe I'm ready for this and I can afford and then it'll pay you back. Yes, absolutely. We love the universe. Um, so on the universe and all that sort of stuff and the well-being and the spiritual side of it, tell us about, I, I always love to ask my guests about some of the, like what practices they have, you know, or rituals or is it daily? Is it, you know, it, what, what sort of things do you do to maintain your well-being and, and your mental health and and the joy and all of that? Because you know, we know that as women and mothers and business owners, all that stuff is so, so important. So mm. tell us about what you do to maintain that or how you manage the, all of that. <laughs> um, well, I'm trying to think, to start with like daily, I use a tongue scraper every single morning. It's one of my biggest rituals. And if you haven't got one, use a spoon. And once you start, you can't stop. You realise like cause all the toxins from the nighttime, they come up from your stomach and they come onto your tongue and if you're just going to have a drink of water, the first thing you're putting it all back into your, your gut, which your gut is your second brain. So that's a really big one. I have to do that every single morning without fail. Um, and then I have a big glass of lemon water in the morning and I dry body brush after a shower and say my affirmations. They're like the main ones and I'll exercise most days, but you know, if I've got my period or something, I don't really love exercising then. So I go really slow and seriously just spend the day in the house and you know that kind of taking time for myself and then I also follow the moons like the new moon and the full moon cycle so the new moon's about you know setting intentions and planting seeds so I'm like in the garden planting the seeds or I'm putting intentions out there and journaling and then when it comes to the full moon it's about letting go and releasing and you know getting decluttering and you know, getting rid of any thoughts or patterns that you've picked up over the month just to be like, no, I don't need that and let it go. So that's also a big ritual. Um, I love EFT tapping. I don't do it every day. Sometimes I'm on a roll and I do, but sometimes I don't. Um, I find that's really, really helpful because EFT tapping rewires all the electronics, you know, basically throughout your body. Um, And meditation when I can, which I try to do. I'll go to Pilates in the morning, EFT tap in the car, and then do a meditation before I come home because once I walk in the door, it's like, well, the day's going. Like I can't stop again. I find it really hard to then stop because you're, you're getting everyone ready for school. You're doing work. There's house stuff. I can't really then just stop. So I need to do it at the beginning of the day to make sure I'm set up. Mm, yes. Me too. And I've actually, I just ran a course actually on magic mornings and set helping women set themselves up for the day because I'm so passionate. I totally agree with you, especially when you've got kids and, you know, it was even more relevant with people in lockdowns and everything down here. Like there's just no time for yourself otherwise. And dedicating that time in the morning for your own self-care, self-development, personal development is just 
life-changing, I think, because once you're into the day, like you say, that's it. It's sort of it's very hard to then craft out that time. So mm. I love that you do that. I don't tongue scrape, but I'm definitely going to start now because I'm up for it's anything and I'll try anything. <laughs> it is the absolute best thing. If you can get a copper tongue scraper. Okay. That's the best way. It's an Ayurvedic practice. Yes. And honestly, once you start and you see what comes off your tongue in the morning, you'll never go back. It's <laughs> I've got them coming for the store, which I'm really excited because I just wanted to start implementing more of those things about conscious you know, living day to day and just to share some of the things that I've got. But copper tongue scraper, paramount. Well, I'm going to get one for the store and tell us, like, what else? All like, I'd love all your practices. I, I've, I teach EFT in some of my courses, meditation. I just love it. I love all those, and and I've really over the, probably the last twelve months been getting more into the moon cycles, and I'm in a sacred souls membership and do the moon releasing, and it just it's just so beautiful. All that stuff. It just makes you feel so much more. I don't know, connected and like grounded, and there's just so much benefit in it, isn't there? Yeah, I think knowing that there's a cycle allows us to have better boundaries and allows us to know that there's a beginning and an end. Because otherwise, if you just had the days keep on rolling and rolling into one, you find it hard to get out of a rut too. So it's not like you're just waiting for the end of New Year's Eve to set your intentions for the year ahead because so much can happen in the next 30 days. So having that monthly cycle of the moon and doing cleanses and releases, it's just, it is a really nice way to keep you positive and motivated and moving forward yes yes absolutely and we can use the calendars to help us guide us through that process no doubt so we'll all have to go and get one now and tell us what is what's coming up for conscious calendar co like what's what's the is there any new products on the way we know the new 2022 calendars are like here and we can order them online now yes they are here in the country they um i've still got them saying pre-order until i've got enough packed i don't want people to expect them to go out the next day um so we've got beautiful oracle card decks going on the website ones that i use so i just I, i'm just putting those um i meditate with mala beads as well so a mala bead is 108 beads and you meditate you touch each bead along the way and they were crystals so we've got those coming. They've been handmade by these beautiful Brazilian women and um, they're, they're living in Byron at the moment. So we've got those and different books and, um, you know, just mindfulness and um, the book that actually inspired the seed calendar, which is more remedies about how to use some of the herbs and flowers at home and just little fun things. And I've been really lucky because so-and-so that I've done the seed calendar with, they've got these beautiful flower presses as well. So to kind of, complement the calendar and the season that you're going through you can press the flowers as you go along so that it's not just wasted and you can use them whether decoratively or put them into art or just as a keepsake so little things seeds and flower presses yeah just sounds so beautiful what a beautiful business to have created and you know to be giving all these just gorgeous things out into the world it just oh it just lights me up it's just so beautiful Sarah it's just I can't tell you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I just, I've just i so enjoyed hearing your story and I think there's so much gold in your business journey and, you know, taking that leap, following your passion, creating something beautiful in the world and just seeing how much it lights you up as well I think is just so inspiring for our listeners. And so I'm so grateful to you for your time today. Thank oh, you so much. Absolute pleasure. I mean, you can do it from anywhere. Where you can literally don't let your location be a barrier 
or finance is being a barrier because you'll find a way if you actually want it, there'll they'll be a way. You'll make it happen. I couldn't agree more. And, you know, hearing stories like yours is exactly that. It's inspiring and showing what's possible. And, you know, you're in Toowoomba, you're not in some big city doing this, you know, and yeah. you and and it's possible, absolutely. And yeah. and everybody needs to go and check out your website. It is absolutely gorgeous. And follow you on the socials as well and get a calendar. Uh, I can't wait. I'm so excited to get mine. So what would be your Sarah, thank you. Would you do crystals or seeds? Like what would be uh, your... Definitely crystals definitely. because, yeah, I just I love so the idea. I love, sorry, I love asking like what, what would be people's take? Because some people are all for the crystals, some prefer the seeds, or yeah, it's just really nice to. You, some people are into crystals, and you wouldn't even know. And yes, absolutely, yeah. and so funny. And again, conversations like this, like once you, you know, and then it's funny once you start saying, "Oh well, I'm I like crystals, and I'm doing the moon cycle thing," and it's it, you know, it's amazing how many people actually are. But yeah. often we don't talk about it because it's seen as a little bit woo or something. And I think yeah. you know, in this, but which actually it's very old you know like we said before we came on um on on the call we're like actually it's this stuff's been how many yeah. you know centuries it's part of the earth like people have been doing this for a lot longer than us we've just tried to industrialize everything and make everything more complicated and that's why I'm like no how simple can we be mm. you know like yeah. connect with the energy from the earth put energy into earth with seeds you know the ritual of connecting with the charms like just simple 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 Keep it simple and, and joyful and, and, you know, it just naturally does bring you joy doing that stuff. It's unexplainable, like that connection to the energy and everything is just, it's just beautiful. So thank you for giving us that gift and for sharing your gorgeous pr- products and for sharing your story with us today, Sarah. I'm, no, I'm, I'm very so grateful. grateful. No, yeah. I'm really grateful to be here and meet you. So thank you so much. Thank you, Sarah. And thank you, everybody, for listening and we'll see you next time. Thanks, Sarah. See ya. Bye.